two. Welcome. To the Young Content Show. Beloved, peace. Hold on, am I muted? No, 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 I'm not. Peace, beloved, peace. It's your homie, Young Content, the unofficial sensei of the culture, mastering youthfulness, contentment, and entities. Hiya! And you stepped into the dojo. You know the dojo. Let me where the dojo sound at. Welcome to the dojo, beloved. I'm back. I'm not kidnapped. Hiya! How you guys doing? How's your mind? How's your energy? Shit. Last week was crazy. We had almost we had almost had Gary V on the show. You guys remember that? That was fucking iconic. Let's get some tunes in this shit. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. That's my favorite tune by Midnight Drift. You, Midnight Drift, SoundCloud, go. Beautiful song. But yeah, I'm not. I'm. I got some battle scars. I got bloody knees. I went through the forest. I came out alive. On the I came out alive. Sorry for the Gary V stands that love Gary V and worship his nutsack. He'll be back on the show very soon. We do have what it's supposed to be the Dungeon and Dragons of the blockchain. We're going to find out if that's the real deal, Holyfield, or if it's Cap. We're about to find that out 
in real time. I'm going in pure, pure, uh, just degenerate. No one trying to figure it out. Domin, what up, dude? Shishi, Shishi Banquifi, APO, Alpha Plays Only. When I see Alpha Plays, I got to play it. Let's do this. I have one hour for some YCNAR. Dude, Matt L is a serious clan member. Dojo, I'm not talking about that clan. I'm talking about the Dojo clan. Serious demon looter. Becca's in the building. All right, without further ado, you know, the show is 30 minutes, so we got to get going. We'll probably let it go a little more. But uh, without further ado, let me introduce you to the Glimmering. Peace, guys. What's going on? Talk to me nice. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. All right. Uh, you guys aren't drunk, so that's cool. It means you're uh, focusing on your game. Or are you drunk right now? <laughs> you can't, you know, wine and dine yourself and draw and run right. Is that not kosher? <laughs> Sweet. Uh, first and foremost, for those that don't know what the glimmering is, we're going to show some stuff soon, but talk to me. What is the glimmering, boys? Take it away. Oh, wait. Shit. It's definitely not shit. It's definitely not shit. I, you guys are muted. Hold on. I got you. I got you. It's going to be fixed right now. They're muted. Okay, they're not muted anymore. Holy smokes. Thank you, guys. Thank oh. you, mid-chat, for letting me know they're not muted. Thanks, mid-chat. Jesus. The best. Sorry. Thank you, Strafa. You're the man. All right. What I said was, do they drink blood? And they said yes. <clears throat> Only on Tuesdays. Okay, cool. All right. So this glass is solid that's red. blood glass. I've seen that. Cow's blood. All right. For those that don't know, this is the glimmering. What is the spiel? You guys are the dun. I feel like you guys are going to be Dungeons and Dragons on the blockchain. I want to find out. What is the glimmering? Well, one thing. Let's clear something up. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is a registered trademark, Wizards of the Coast, and we would never infringe upon that trademark. So let's just say we're a tabletop role-playing game that is based on 5e, which uh, is a, a an edition of said rules. Um, and uh, actually uh, open, even though that was in question a little bit uh, that week for anybody to, to produce content under it. And so that's what we're doing on the blockchain. We're creating a campaign. It's called The Glimmering. It's set in the world of Azua. You get to be an adventurer. You go out on adventures. You beat the crap out of uh, bad guys, take their stuff in true D or 5e fashion. And uh, that's 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 the basics. And uh, we have NFT heroes. You get loot in the form of NFTs, and uh, it's just going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Who, who? Yeah, as a friend said, it's uh, your favorite game that starts with D and ends in cease and desist. Okay. So <laughs> D and D. Uh, I mean, they're probably yeah. cease and desist me right now. I think I just hear FBI. Nah, you're outside. fine. Just tell you're tell you're operating under their newly released uh, Creative Commons license. But the only reason why I'm even considering this type of game, I, I'm a Web3 gamer. I do have a, a Web3 gaming guild called the Dojo Clan, and we just go and play stuff. Nice. I was watching Stranger Things, and the Hellfire Club was inspiring. And I was like, dude, I could probably learn that. And uh, then all of a sudden, I met you guys. It's kind of like Google was fucking playing with me. It, yeah, wow. if you got you know Google Voice in your house, you probably, yes, it could have been. Absolutely. And then, um, voila, you guys showed up. So wh what uh, made you decide to do this? Like, what was the inception point here? Uh, my best friend, Patrick Comer, it's all his fault. Um, 
he and I have known each other for the better part of 13 years, building companies together down here in New Orleans. Uh, he was running a really, really very large, sizable multinational company, startup of his called Lucid. And I was running a thing called a startup studio where my job is just to come up with ideas, uh, identify problems worth solving, find right solutions, uh, work to validate them when we get the right signal, spin out a new company and bring in folks to run it, give them some capital to go. And Patrick is a lifelong D&D uh, &D fanatic. And he saw an NFT project come out called Loot for Adventurers. <clears throat> and his first thought was like, well, this is like D&D &D style iconography, but there's no gameplay. Like, why are we fucking around with this? Just there's the open gaming license, just go build the game. And it was obvious to him that um, blockchain was a perfect use case for tabletop role-playing games because you roll dice to develop your character, all of its capabilities, you roll dice to determine game outcomes, all of those dice rolls are data and all of that can be on chain and you can effectively uh, validate gameplay and gameplay outcomes by putting tabletop role-playing games on the blockchain. So he brought it to me um, and my startup studio that I was running and we agreed to at least run our validation process. And the more I got down the rabbit hole, the more excited I got. I'm like, this is a really cool idea. I think we should do it. You're a lifelong D&D player. I've been playing off and on throughout my life, but neither of us is a tabletop role-playing game designer. So we sure as hell need one. And through a mutual New Orleans friend, I called, uh, his name's Loki. I called him and invited him to tell me I was crazy and encouraged me to not do it. He's like, this is a fucking brilliant idea. I love it. You need a great game designer. And while I'm decent, I, uh, proud of my capabilities, I know somebody that you absolutely should be working with. And he introduced us to Steven. And that's how uh, the company Gripner, which is the parent company came to be, was through Patrick's kind of poking and nudging uh, and inspiring some fun. And we were lucky enough to come across uh, Steven and bring some really talented people to the party and go on the adventure of a lifetime. And here we are. Steven, you go, you must be that guy, you know, you must bring the energy to the, to the, to the, to, to the glimmering. What's well, it let's mean put to it be here? Um, uh, if Eddie Munson got better grades when he was in school and lived, I'm that guy. Okay. Like, I, playing D and D in the eighties, had my own hellfire club, uh, listened to a lot of heavy metal, maybe did some, um, uh, illicit substances. My kind of guy. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And so, and then later on in my life, uh, I started working for Wizards of the Coast, working on Dungeons and Dragons in about 2000, when third edition first came out. I worked there for about nine years. That's alpha. Uh, and then I went to go work for Paizo Publishing, the producer of Pathfinder RPG, where I worked there for nine years and was a senior designer for- You live, uh, breathe, eat this shit. Yeah, I told you, this is what I do. This is- Like space cakes. Yeah, for, for over 22 years now, this is What's what I do. What's your attic look like? Well, my attic, I've never been in the attic. It's really okay. kind of a crawl space, but my basement uh, office is, uh, uh, my girlfriend calls it the museum. It is just filled with gaming books and miniatures, and I've got a miniature painting table. and yeah. Lots of miniatures, lots. Gaming you... at his, his house, Dojo. We go in a game yeah. at his basement. I don't know if we'll make it out, but I want to be there. So, What's it like? Uh, what, what's the day in the life of uh, this game? I mean, uh, you know, it's you guys have organic following, which is cool 3,000, 4,000 followers. It's not about followers, it's not about clout chasing and engagement. What's it like working on this game? Where, 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 where what stage are you guys at now? Because the chat is saying, love tabletop based games, I'm here for it. 
there we go super excited sounds dope yeah we're deep in it man so we've been building this uh, effectively since december of 2021 that's when we brought steven on board he was the first kind of uh, you know key team member that we we got on even before our art team and we've been building this thing ever since and we're launching in uh march right so i think the exact date is like whatever the 27th it's the last thursday of march we're going live but i think what's what's different and maybe one of maybe the first certainly only one of a handful if ever it's been done before when we launched the collection um the last thursday of march we're launching the collection and the game platform on the same day so you'll be able to mint and you'll be able to go to the play on chain portal connect your wallet find tables of gaming content find game masters that are running that content figure out what party you want to be a part of what adventure you Dude, want to get into and play the game on the exact same day which is you know you're you're in web3 gaming you know the drill most often it's like sell out a collection get some cash and build the game later which is awesome that's admirable no criticism there whatsoever but we're doing is like everything all at once and it's been more than a year i guess you call it 15 months of effort uh to get this shit going so it, it's all done like the collection has been drawn we did a phase one launch just <clears throat> to prove to ourselves that it could actually work in october and the reason we did that was not only to reward the super early people who got there when we were trying to build in private and they found us anyway, but we have 43,000 individual hand-drawn art layers that make up this collection. And some people thought it was never gonna render programmatically. So we did phase one launch to prove that it would, it did, it looks freaking gorgeous. Uh, and phase two is team, like man. launching give a the full to team, For sure. That's yeah, a, that's... all credit goes to the team. Holy I'm smokes, just, not a lot of people do that even... in this space. Um, I wanted to ask Don, you know, he's our, our local intern. He's standing by. Don, what do you just think about what you just said? A game that actually is playable on Mint. Let me hear what you got to say, Don. Don't fuck this up. Holy smokes, Don. You always blow me away. You fucking dancing to Suavemente. You didn't even answer the question. Um, uh, back on track, so I can play this. So I, I play Web three games. We're playing this like MMORPG. You know, we uh, you know, it's like ten members and stuff. I think it's the best thing in the world. But sometimes we want to come, you know, come around the table, so to speak, and play something new. So if I go into this game, it's like a lobby where I find game masters and then enter who's the game master like can i be a game master what's the details here yeah ab absolutely we've got a we've got a group of game masters already we need to swell those ranks of course um and so uh basically if you want to well if you want to find anything about the glimmering and even play before play on chain happens you come to our discord server we run games every week tower of power which is like a one hour um, uh, play experience where you can meet some of our GMs, uh, see what it's all about. Um, uh, we're going to be at GaryCon at the end of March, actually running games in person um, and getting other folks uh, on board. Uh, but yeah, when the when the hall is up, you'll just come in there, uh, find a table, uh, set it to play. Um, we have options. You can play on Discord. 
you can play on Zoom, you can find a virtual tabletop if you want to. Basically, however you want to play your tabletop role playing. If you've got a local group who wants to get together, you guys can get together at the local game store or bar, we don't care. As long as uh, you're getting together and having a good time. Dojo Clan, Matt, I know you're a firefighter. You need to take off firefighting, play this game with me. Becca, hit, we, we gotta play together. I just really am a noob with this stuff. I'm a, I'm, I'm a weird dude, I got a creative mind. But do, do I have to be, I've seen the shows, I've seen the game. You got to make up a whole lore. Like it's just, it's new to me, you know? Yeah, but you can always do that on the fly. Um, I've taught many people, and especially since we started this, who've never played before. Do you have the ability to have an imagination? That's the first question. Yes. Oh, you do certainly, sir. Right. No question. Can, you, can you roll a 20-sided die and add a number? Mm. Yeah, you, no problem. You're halfway there. And can you have fun with a whole bunch of other uh, uh, great creative people? Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's it, the game comes in books, uh, but you don't have to read the entire book. You can have somebody walk you through. You need to know what your character does, but we've got pre-gen characters that can uh, you know bring you on board pretty quickly. Um, and if all else fails, whatever you come across, just beat it with your sword until it's dead. Yeah, definitely gonna 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 destroy the table or whatever the the whatever. I'm just gonna destroy something for content for you guys because if i lose <clears throat> it's over um brent i was gonna ask uh real quick what what is what, have you talked to people that play these type of games uh have marketed to them and stuff uh, what's the marketing I mean, strat here you know i mean the the beauty of it is we we talk to them every day because we've got thousands of them in the server that uh many of which have been you know lifelong gamers or certainly players for a period of time and love the project and are in it. We've also got folks that came across the project and got in and had never played before, but like we're building enough to like, holy shit, I've, you know, I've actually seen these games before. I love what y'all are building. I want to be in the collection. Can I play? Right. So um, we're talking to them every single day. And, and for us, the marketing has been kind of the, they say when people zig, you zag. Our zag entire zig. effort in building this thing, exactly. I zag you zig. <laughs> uh, get, get rolling papers with orange, you're good, right? Uh, zigzag all day long. But for us, it, it's been less about trying to pump up numbers and hype machines and really just building something intentional and organic. And we've been doing it for the last 16 months, 17 months, I guess. I love that for you. Building a great community around it. Uh, I cannot wait to play in the fucking jacuzzi with some hot, hot girls and just a bunch of cherries in the fucking jacuzzi. Uh, Web3 with Dust of B says, y'all are alive. Y'all alive? Alive? What's that mean? We alive. Uh, <laughs> Matt L says, bringing back fond memories. I briefly played D&D &D back in the fourth grade with a group. Straight Fuss says, love D&D &D so much. Play to play. P2P is hard out here. Yeah, it's hard out there, dude. There's not a lot of fun stuff. Hopefully... These guys are APO and make it fun. Yeah, I mean, that's it, man. If, if it's not fun to begin I'll with, it ain't going to last, right? So if you got into it, maybe you got some upside, <clears throat> get the hell out as soon as you can. Because if there's no fun there when you enter, then whatever you just entered is probably not going to be around too long. Uh, so for us, the, the first step was to make sure we build something absolutely fun, like things that you will not forget. You create memories with friends, collective storytelling, all the things that tabletop games are just nailing that yeah and then you nailing have the side of the dgens right which is, they're always hard to please they mint open editions to max they fucking never complete oh, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, say yeah, yeah. can the devs do stuff that's inescapable in this space and we welcome <laughs> them also again the, the premise is 
building something lasting by making sure it's really fun. So the total DGENs, no matter what their their reason for being there or their desire to, to exit and get some upside, coming in and leaving, they'll the whole time like, holy shit, that is fucking fun. Those guys built something that is fun and meant to last. So everybody's welcome, man. That's the that's the I motto. Mean, yeah, we did our uh, baboons freement, which was just kind of a little goofy idea. We have these these baboons in the game world. They're kind of crazy and they like to throw stuff. And so as a freement, we did a whole bunch of these baboons. Uh, the and bastards. The bastard baboons. And, the and bastard now they're baboons? They, yeah, they're Fuck critters in the game. Than the board eight. And, uh, and you can bring them in with your adventures, right? So we actually built this freement that was just a lot of fun and goofy. But you can bring, you can attach your baboons to your character, and they can come with you in adventure. Whoa! Holy smokes! I cannot. Yes, I guess to, to the marketing point, that was that was one thing we did. Like rather yeah. than like the standard playbook, or whatever. Like you know what? We've got these baboons in the world. The total bastards. Like their true backstory is that they are the pets of goblins. Goblin Town was a big project. Like what if you know, these things fucking revolted from their goblin owners and broke out on their own and. My creative director is like, yeah, like total bastards, bastard baboon. So we created this kind of small freedom mint collection and put it out there. And it was one of the first ways we got uh, so many eyes on the on the project. Dude, seeing you guys, your floor, people people are, are rabid collectors of y'all, you know? So it's it's nice to see you got your floor holding up. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty expensive. Those things that will, well, how can the average person get in? It's free to play, right? Yeah, well, the the entrance of the system to the glimmering genesis collection right so those people in phase one we only we put up 160 nfts for like the folks who first got involved with the project over a year ago right and that was to make sure that all the minting elements were going to work um and the reason the floor is the way it is is because none of those people want to sell right <laughs> some people put some shit on offer for like almost two eth right um, we're launching phase two in the last Thursday in March, which I think is February, March, excuse me, March 27th. Um, and we're going to put 1,974, uh, NFTs on offer. And that that's the number, the reason behind that number is that's the year that the original tabletop role-playing game DMD was created. What's so we're honoring, again, sorry? uh, 1974, 1974, right. And those are going to be on sale for 200 Matic. So the entrance entrance price is way lower than our current floor, right? Wow. So 2000 max supply. Cool, cool. DJ and brain going off. I really want to have fun, though. You know, there's some other games I'm playing that they also have a great game, but they also have good communications, good comms. Who handles mm -hmm. the comms over there? You know what I mean? Who's Once you have a Discord that handles comms, makes people feel inviting. It's not toxic. It's super good. Super good stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a few people. I mean, one... I'm proud to say is that the builders who we call them at builders are the people who are actually building the project. We're all in the discord all day long. Not every single one of us, every single moment between the art team, Steven, the game design team, uh, you know, the executive team, the technology team, we're all in there, you know, hooting it up all day long. The person who runs point on it is uh, Dylan, who is kind of all things community and social. Uh, followed by our uh, our marketing director Maggie, who's who's in there certainly, but Dylan's the one who's just like he's managing traffic and the vibes, right? I'm a, I'm a fucking <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dylan. Always, oh, he's pretty badass. Oh player. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, gonna be should I not call point. him out? Fuck him. No, that's good. He likes being called out. <laughs> he's a good he's guy. Good at it. 
Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the entire team is in there all the time because if it's a community-led build project, goddammit, like you better be out there and interacting with the community. Otherwise, why should they want to hang out with us, right? But Dylan's the ringleader. He's he's the man who's rallying the troops and you know keeping the vibes high. Oh, he said that's me uh, in the chat. Stay for sorry, dude. I didn't mean really mean to say f you, dude. You know I mean, I need your help. Maybe you could be on the team. <laughs> Yeah, he's awesome. See, what's uh, what, what's what's the most proudest moment of this experience so far for you? Oh man, Ooh, there's a lot of them. God, there's so many. Take there's it away, so Steve. Oh, well, one of them is like uh, we we were down in New Orleans running an event, uh, and it was a real live event. It was a, what a freshman fest down there. Mm -hmm. And I had just gotten done running this really good game where it's just about everybody died. And, uh, and I have this uh, young lady and she comes over and I'm actually, we're playing on a table. I've got a, a board out in miniatures and everything else. And she comes over and she's like, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And she goes, what are these? And she's, she starts playing with the miniatures and, and I'm like, well, you know, what about the dice? And she goes, no, no, what are these? Like, how do I get these? And so I'm explaining it to her. And then I told her, I'm like, and you can actually get them where they're not painted yet and you can paint them yourself. And she flipped her lid, right? And all of a sudden I'm talking to her parents and they're like, so where are we, what are we looking at? So it's not only the enthusiasm of people who come play the game, but once they see it being played and seeing how much fun there is and how many aspects there is to tabletop role-playing games, um, you know, it, it just, it's one of those things where the first time I played, I was about 11 and I stumbled into a birthday party. And, but no matter what age you come into, it's just, it's this weird alchemy where if it hits you, it just hits you. And uh, it's gonna affect you in some way, shape or form for the rest of your life. Even if it's like memories of when you were in fourth grade and had such a great time with your friend, or it's just something you're gonna do over and over and over. Kissing your first girlfriend or playing D&D, &D, which one are you taking? They're, they're, they're about, okay. they're about there, yeah. <laughs> for sure. No, I, was, I was gonna completely fud your project if you just said kiss girl. <laughs> I, I, I love me some kissing, but uh, role playing game is great too. What about you, uh, Brett? Proud moment? Yeah, I would say this is literally every week I am stunned by the quality of work and craftsmanship that my team puts into this and the, the support and collaboration that the community gives. But to isolate or, I guess, condense all of those into a single moment. Hopping in to people playing the Glimmering in real time, most of them having never met in this life at all, and just listening to the laughter and the fun, there's nothing that can make me happier, because why the hell am I doing this if it's not to have, show people a good time, right? Um, and whenever I encounter that, it just, if anything, it validates my existence as a builder. It's like, wow, you know what? You're doing it right, because somebody's happy. Somebody's happy. Oh boy, yeah. I'm proud of you, man. Makes I taught proud. you well, Brett. I taught you well. You, you know, we I go way back, guys. That's like yep. my uncle. Not really. All right, guys, you guys got an, about, you know, three more minutes. Ask questions, please. A bonnet in the chat. A lot of legends, special case sauce. This guy fucks for sure. That's you. I think he's talking about you, Steven. Got the oh. hair of a, of, of, of a Prometheus and definitely knows what's up. And uh, yeah, guys, ask me questions. I cannot wait. Actually, I was going to give you guys like a C, but I'm a little more bullish on that for the the rating of the, the ranks. You, you get you guys don't get an F. I want to have you guys back on the show. I'll do some gaming do or something. 
because I want oh, to see do this it. in live. You know, I want. Yeah, I wanna, let's I wanna, actually I play Tower Power up in here. Bring up mm. a couple of guests. It's Special K. I don't know who that person is, but just by the name alone, Special K's got to play. Special. Bring them up. It's got to play for sure. Bring opinions on. Oh, someone said opinions on open editions. Guys, we're talking about this, man. But um. <laughs> What, uh, so the supply 1974 that comes out in March. Uh, what am I, what what else am I missing? Give me the alpha plays. Give me the alpha. You guys got two more minutes. Yeah. So one of the key things to know about Gripner, the parent company creating the, the glimmering, is that it's the, the glimmering is not the end game. It's us launching a, a company and a project, and kind of eating our own dog food. So the main objective for this as a company is to enable all tabletop role playing games that want to be on chain to exist on our protocol. So it's really about how do we find the best and the brightest game masters and game designers that either want to build and expand the world of the glimmering or want to bring this entire new game world. It could be a freaking zombies versus werewolves thing. Who cares? Spy thriller, whatever it is, finding the best and the brightest, financing those game designers, building on our protocol and expanding a community of a, you know, there's already 40 million people that play tabletop role playing games in the world right now. And how do we onboard them as well as add another 60 you know 60 million and and grow the, the space and the industry proper so that's the real alpha is that we're building a protocol i fucking love that for me so much i love that okay. shit. that's beautiful that's beautiful well said guys uh let me see the chat see if you guys any got any questions chat is sometimes slow i was gonna say the r word sorry uh this is uh this is the part of the show where I give you guys the gong, okay? The gong is a special, special part of the dojo. You know, hopefully the dojo made you guys feel welcome. But the gong lets you speak the truth, all right? You got to speak the truth to power here. The gong is, you can, you can break up your ex. You can expose someone. But the gong is powerful, okay? Here it goes. I'm giving you the gong. And you guys have the final word before I give you the most deepest quote you ever heard. Hold on, let's play it again. There it goes. Boom. Gong. You guys have the floor. Yeah, so Witches of the Coast tried to totally fuck their community uh, after 20 <laughs> years, and they lost. And uh, we want to say thank you for building a great game that we get to build on top of and uh, get wrecked. <laughs> that was like, yeah, get smarter people to work for you. There you go. Steven's much more smarter, which is surprising. <laughs> He's usually great... more profane. Kind of disappointing. I had a great time, guys. I really am bullish on the glimmering. And I cannot wait to do and actually play. I know we tried to do a play thing, but my, you know, we were playing this other game. You know how it goes in the in the gaming oh, yeah, life, yeah. you know, Doritos and, 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 and Doritos stained t-shirts, keyboards. But I got a really amazing quote that I want to say, guys. This is my quote. In an empire of imagination, anything is possible. So kick down the door and take what is yours. Yeah, you're right. That sounds familiar. Sure does. <laughs> it's almost like it's a it, it, it's sort of a, a, a cosmic law. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just destiny. I say this. I mean, the glimmering has got me, guys, for sure. It's got me. That's a glimmering quote. If you didn't know, it's a joke. Jesus Christ! Can't wait to see more of these these guys and maybe get to play. Great shows always, guys. You know the drill. Episode 124. Listen to the podcast. Follow these tantalizing gents at uh, the glimmering. It's at it's in the fucking description. Live the dream, eat ice cream, and above all, stay content. Peace, everyone. Yeah, you're right. See yeah.
I am my team, get my name frozen. He's down, he's down.